Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Weekend Edition, Episode 50, Milestone, is what they say. (laughs) Here we are, it's time for the Weekend Edition. I had an idea for a song that I was going to start out with, but I I haven't done it yet. We do need a song. We do, well I have the Fresh Start song, but it's Fresh Start's over with now. It'd be like almost like, right, it it seems almost like not even like a DC podcast having the Rebirth song, it would be a New 52 song still. It just seems like we were more committed to the idea of Fresh Start than Marvel was, and I feel (laughs) silly uh, promoting that. But we're here uh, for the Weekend Edition. We have a couple books we have mail as we always do and i'll start off by telling everyone where you can find our podcast you can go over to twitter at ws marvel comics you can go to our website at weird science marvel comics.com i have been a little lax with reviews yeah. i did a couple right too. away i've had a, a busy like middle of the blizzard yeah. type week where i was dealing with just smoked well, my eyeballs so. the other place you can find us is on patreon and i'll say it's patreon.com slash weird science and most of my week has gone into to a Patreon-only show that we have for the DC podcast. We have a thing where every annuals week, which is when you have five Wednesdays in a <laughs> month, every fifth Wednesday type of deal, on there we have a Patreon-only show. And usually when we do that, we get it actually it gives us a couple days of a break. This this time it did not because yeah. there were so many books. There's yeah, like the 15, 16 books. Yeah, it was crazy. So uh, Marvel didn't seem so heavy for Marvel though. No, Marvel itself doesn't really go by that. They don't care. Uh, yet there wasn't a ton of books. Yeah. Maybe it's just they had the normal, but DC had so many books. Also, a ton like we just don't really keep up on. Well, yeah, like there, and that's what we were. That fall in that yeah, we category. were talking about the books that we we're going to do tonight, and we really came down to the three that we did are the ones that we have been reading on on the reg, as the kids say, <laughs> and uh, some of the other ones like. I would have like I read uh, Wasp, Unstoppable Wasp, which yep. I really like. But you haven't the been reading it. Out. Yeah, you haven't been reading it. I actually reviewed yeah. that. Yes, uh, I have caught up to West Coast Avengers. You have not, and yep. it's one of those things that I don't think it's like that Miss you... Marvel Thirty Nine. Yeah. that's about to relaunch. Yeah, so when that relaunches, we'll be on. Yeah, I think definitely. that that's how we're gonna you know kind of roll with this podcast. Yeah. Number one, not that we're gonna pick every book that we like to go. That, that's the best plan. Because that that keeps your sanity. <laughs> we try um, the number ones and we do. Yeah, we, we try then and then we'll get rid of them. See but again, what happens from there. I tried because I, I'm telling you, I keep reading Captain America and Black Panther and I keep waiting for the opportunity to say to you, it's good enough to at least talk about on talk the podcast. We haven't gotten to that point yet. Now, yeah. others may disagree. And that's the great thing about Although it. Although some number ones like we, you know, we give a shot. I never thought I would like, like, I'll throw Black Widow in that category. Yeah, I yeah we like really, that. Really like him, well, so. and, and just a side deal of books that we were talking about and not talking about, I started reading Black Panther Deadpool, which is going to be one of the books that we talk about tonight, actually the first book, and you weren't reading it at first, no. and I told you, it's really good. It's a good book. It's better to me than both at that point, the Black Panther and the Deadpool yeah. book. Well, these so, are always, they, they they put out a lot of Deadpool miniseries where he teams up with just random yeah. characters, and they're a lot of times hit and miss. So see, there are some gems mixed in there, and yeah. this happens to be kind yeah, of one I like of those. Yeah, I like it. I actually like it. And, and that's one of the things that I like 
about the Marvel deal. First off, the miniseries are five issues. And yeah. I know that's not that big a deal from <laughs> six to five, but it does seem to be it a bigger feels, deal. I was just going to say, it, it feels does. like such a, a smaller commitment yeah, to me. Yeah, it does. And that's what I'm saying is that's what I like about it because you can give a book a chance. And for some reason, those five issues, it doesn't seem like you're you're really being ripped off and you can really oh, – uh, maybe it's because it the thing is usually – we like to give something, say, three issues before you decide. And by three issues, you're already halfway done, yeah. more than halfway, and you're like, I'll finish it out. But I haven't been that disappointed with any of the miniseries in general. There's a couple that we haven't liked as much. Um, but a lot of my favorite books that we've done, Century, Cosmic mm-hmm. Ghost Rider. I'm telling you, Black Panther Deadpool is good. It's not Century, Cosmic Ghost Rider good. But it's good. It's fun, and though, it's yeah. definitely a fun book. And um, it's, you know, there's not really any jokes that are – over the line no. to it, you know, just riding adulthood, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of all ages. You can get into it at yeah. any age. Yeah, it has some, you know, yeah, and there's no cursing. It's, it's bleeped out. A little violent, out. little violent. Yeah, it is a little violent. Yeah, beheadings and stuff. But mm-hmm. hey, isn't that what kids do now on Twitter? Well, isn't that what you watch on YouTube involved. nowadays? So really beheadings? Yeah, really. I, I go down and I see and some of the, heads, some you know, of the things. Yeah. Some of yeah, really. I, I ended up, so I was thinking of different songs, and, and then I, I got caught up in nonsense because i went to get went to pick up my son ethan he works at walmart so i go first off i go into the regular doors that i go into every every night that i get him at 10 o'clock and i go they're locked so i have to go to this other door and it's so cold but they always do one section of the doors and never the oh, one that I always yeah they you. changed it up on me so I go in and then I'm waiting for him so I'm grabbing some stuff then they've decided to not have the self checkout this has never happened before oh. so now I have to wait in line and the line was out the wazoo oh, yeah. I, I sat the, the, the brightest people aren't working oh, the late the night worst. shift at Walmart. it was the worst. this it was this guy. And it was no the, offense to your son. No, no. Well, he gets <laughs> off at ten, so at least he can say that's yeah, why. I mean, the people after. Yeah. 10 well, o'clock. here was the deal. This was the classic guy who sits there, and uh, we got, uh, we ended up getting the Sour Patch Kids cereal, which I'd sent you a picture oh of at one point. Yeah. I'd never seen it on the shelf, so I got that. It's awful. It's Is that awful. As awful as you imagine? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> but uh, and I'm even on my diet Is again. I'm sour? like, I gotta get this. Oh yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's got Jesus. it's got a pretty accurate flavor to a Sour Patch Kid, but I'm not pouring Sour Patch Kids in milk. So oh, it's, it's but I disgusting. Ethan even said you're not going to put that in milk, right? And he doesn't get the concept in his head. Now the, listen to this one. I have two <laughs> things with him this this weekend. Uh, he goes, nobody likes sour milk. Now we start getting an argument. I'm like Ethan. This isn't sour milk because it says makes the milk sour. That it's not yeah. a great slogan because right. now Ethan thinks the milk has gone bad. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, right. there it's sour milk, he not there's sour milk. Yeah, something. I'm like, it, it, it doesn't taste like the milk's been out for three days. It just has the sour taste yeah. of the like sour. sour drink. Never got yeah. the, earlier today because it still was like minus two today uh, when I woke up and uh, we ended up. I ha- I was going to go food shopping, so nobody wanted to go with me. Ethan felt bad. It's seemed he really didn't want to go and he's like i'll go so so we're gonna go well it's minus two so i say to him hey can you run out and start the car the car has to warm up and he goes okay so he goes out he doesn't come back in and i'm thinking what is he doing and and i'm inside i was looking at some stuff online i was looking at some stats with the marvel yeah Yeah, i actually was gonna wait 
five to ten minutes because yeah. it was so cold. Oh, I so, do too. I don't mess with that. I don't get so in a I, cold I car. go I go out at ten at ten minutes, and uh, he's there, and he's got the doors open. And I said, <laughs> "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, you were taking so long, and uh, I was cleaning out the car." And I said, "But first off." I'm not, it, you know, the warm. And then I said, well, you got to close the door. Now I have to get in the car and it's cold. But still, we were warming up the car. He doesn't understand that warming up the car also means warming up the engine. The inside, so that yeah. it doesn't go because he goes, well, you should have been out here in like 30 seconds. And we would have went. And I said, no, we have to warm up the car. That's warming yeah, up the engine. You can't just get in and drive off. It's yeah, minus your two. Your brakes are frozen. Yeah, no, no. And terrible. he's like. Well, it doesn't have to be warm. It'll warm when we get there. You know, what are you, what are you, a baby? I'm like, no, I'm talking about the car. Not, not just us being warm in it, which yeah. I want it to be too. They're I said, when I say enough. for you to go out and warm up the car, you start it and come in. You, you don't stay out there, you know, cleaning the car at minus two. And then he got mad. Yeah. And you know what I said then? Get your butt inside. I don't want you going with me. And I kept him back inside. So I went shopping by myself. I'm coming home. And Tanya uh, messaged me, can you get me a coffee on the way home? All right. So I get her a coffee. I come home and I message her. I called her, actually. I'm, I'm pulling up. Hey, I'm here. Uh, can you come down and get this stuff and help me bring some stuff in? Oh, I'm going to send Ethan down. Uh, here we go. He comes down. <laughs> the first thing he says, I don't know why you're so sensitive. You just took so long to get. I said, get upstairs. I don't want you out there. He got all upset. And so, yeah. And yeah, then I told him. Yourself, and I told him, too. When I get to Walmart tonight at 10, 10.03, I'm out. And I mean 10, 10, 03, three seconds. If you're not there, I'm out. He but, doesn't understand the concept. When your shift's over, get out of there. Yeah, he doesn't. He walks anymore. around. He walks around. It plays tag with his buddies. He's almost yeah, 18. Story. I said, hey, listen, grow up. Grow up, buddy. <laughs> That's what I tell him. But here we are. <laughs> this is the weekend edition. This yes. is what you get. Now, yes. I will mention also we have a, a email, Weird Science Marvel Comics. Oh, what is it? Weird Science yeah, Weird Marvel Science Comics Marvel at gmail.com is Got the it. email. We will be talking a little email in a minute. But we're going to start with Black Panther Deadpool. And Black Panther Deadpool is written by Daniel Kibble Smith, art by Ricardo Lopez Ortiz, colors by Felipe Sabriero, and letters by VCs Joe Sabino. And if you didn't know, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz uh, did the Hit Girl book, and I really like the art there, so that's yeah. why I really like this art that he does. And it's, and it's I, got like a little pop art feel to it, yeah, like it with does. the dots and stuff. But again, you know what's great about it is <laughs> it works for a miniseries. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe on a, a an ongoing, it might be a little too goofy, and you might tend yeah. to get a little bored with it. But not here because here, you know it you're going. It reminds me a little of the X Force artist. Yeah, uh, it does. What his name is? Yeah, yeah, it does uh, a bit with his, and it goes well like that. Uh, there is a huge, huge uh, recap. I'll just read. It. I was just trying to see if I could get through reading yeah, the bottom, really, but like, if they you're really give it. In on any random issue, yeah, you're so pretty I'm, caught uh, up. I'm going to give these. it to you. After the Fantastic Four's beloved mailman Willie Lumpkin was accidentally injured during a fight between the occasionally heroic mercenary Deadpool and the supervillain the Wrecker, Deadpool traveled to Wakanda to obtain an inch-long piece of vibranium that could save Willie's life. But the Black Panther refused to hand one of the world's most precious resources to a known murderer, and a fight ensued. 
sued using a new technology called star cells, artificial healing bio nanites that have now that may even have the power to cure death itself. The Black Panther shot off Deadpool's arm, neutralizing the cancer that allows his flesh to regrow. And that was one of the bigger things. This actually made a bit of a, you know, some hype that the idea of his healing factor was really more tuned into his cancer than than anything else. And that was a, a cool little twist. After another fight, the Black Panther agreed to return the arm. But before Deadpool can convince him to hand over some vibranium, they receive word that the murderous Jack O'Lantern had blown up a private plane and jumped ship above Wakandian airspace. The pair teamed up to confront Jack O'Lantern and managed to neutralize him. But the minute the Black Panther turned his back, Deadpool murdered Jack in front of a Wakandian child. Enraged, the Black Panther beheaded Deadpool. And here we are, part four of five, a classic Marvel team-up or something. So ironic what he's mad at him for doing, he then does back to him. And and it's funny, through this whole deal, pretty much through this whole series, yes, Deadpool is trying to be the hero. He is trying to get some vibranium. And why he thinks this will work is he thinks that if he gives Willie Lumpkin the piece of vibranium, the sliver, it'll end up going to his heart like Tony Stark, Iron Man. But what what Deadpool has told him, Willie's old. He, yeah. he's not like, the shot's also, like one in a million. And I'm telling you, Deadpool also, you've got enough. like the wink wink of Deadpool. Iron Man is Iron Man. He has comic books based on it. You know what I mean? He's a little more important than Willie. And so he has told him it's a million and one shot. Deadpool takes that as that's pretty good odds. They're going to go. But really through all of this. It's like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumb. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool just wants to have a team up. That's all he wants to do. Also, this could be solved completely by Black Panther just giving him a sliver. Just give it to him. Just give him a little sliver. And if you have to. It's so funny, too. That's literally what most of the story started with is just the tiniest piece of vibranium he refuses to give up. And also at the beginning for a while, Deadpool wasn't even telling Black Panther why. So they were fighting. But then it was wrapped around that Black Panther knew all along. But, yeah, yeah, all this needs is here's a sliver. And and, uh, like even even this, even if Black Panther, hey, Shuri. Can you watch stuff for like an uh, afternoon? Because I'm going to go with Deadpool and maybe I could even help Willie as well. He could just go yeah. because uh, uh, basically it's the Avengers guy. He's an Avenger. So you you could just go and or the Fantastic Four is beloved mailman. But it, he even said at one point that the Avengers are going to be mad at him. But, yeah, they could just go and, and help him. That, that's all they need to do. I but, know. you know, you keep going. You start out with some jokes. They're pretty good. Deadpool's just ahead. <laughs> and uh, he, he's in the, the plane with T'Challa. And it's basically he just wants to talk. He's bored. T'Challa is a, a guy with few words, but you have one of my favorites is just the joke because he starts telling jokes. He's telling yeah. knock knock jokes. He's just telling to get all his these. attention. Yeah, just to get his attention. And the one is, you know, who is the uh, who is Daredevil's favorite Avenger? Vision. And it made me laugh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's fun. And then even like, who's the Avenger who bit his tongue? It was Thor. And I'm like, all right, uh, I'll I'll laugh at that. But yeah, yeah. And then the best is I'm going to keep knock knocking if you don't answer the door. Yeah, (laughs) because he's telling him a knock. Yeah, he's a knock knock joke, and it's Wakanda. Wakanda who? Wakanda guy cuts a dude's head off because he's there. And I was like, I I like it. So they're going to figure out what's going on. You know, he's going to reatach. You know, Deadpool's head to his body and stuff like that. In that. 
that you get all these like little in jokes with it about why are you called Black Panther? That's kind of redundant. Most Panthers are black. And that's where uh, T'Challa says, you know, basically my language is different. The Black yeah. Panther, I'm actually the Dimasa Sakri, uh, simply the Panther. And then that's where Deadpool's like, yeah, uh, yeah, Tennessee Coates kind of did spell that one out. And then you have Deadpool go, yeah, yeah, we speak frequently. He's, wait, wait, wait a second. That's know, fourth that wall. You're not supposed that. to know that. And he's like, oh, no, Mr. Coates has worked, has taught me a lot about the American psyche and stuff like that. But in the, in the thing, I actually thought there was going to be more shade thrown, but you can't really do that uh, with what's going on. But co-workers I, have to be nice I to each other. I do like nowadays. this, though, only because is there a little shade? Because with this, I don't know. if anything, I in my there, mind, I though, here's the shade. Come, but I never got Here's the shade I get is you have Daniel Kibblesmith. He's writing this. Really, if you're reading this, we're on the fourth issue. Am I wrong in saying that Black Panther is a jerk? He is a jerk from the minute that he showed up in this book. And when he says, oh, he's taught me a lot about the American psyche. I actually (laughs) thought of like, oh, that's what you're saying. Like, that's why you're a jerk, because you think everybody (laughs) else is a jerk from what Tennessee Coates has been telling you. Yeah, you think we're jerks because of that. But it's funny, too. And also the idea of Tennessee Coates does a lot of political writing. I, John Wayne tells me every second he can, right? Hey, John Wayne. But, uh, <laughs> so is that also the joke of, yeah, I've I've heard a lot about Americans from 10 AC Coates, and it's like almost like because he won't stop complaining about it. I, right. yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. see some shade. That I love side, shade. One point of view. But I love the idea. He's like, hey, believe, and he even so forgive me if I don't trust you entirely. You're in that mindset because you're reading Super Bowl clippings this yeah, week where they look exactly. for every little bit Everything. of shade, too. So the funny thing <laughs> is though he's like i've learned a lot about americans from tennessee coats <laughs> Deadpool's like i'm canadian I, I, i'm not i'm not american and he's yeah. like oh and he's like you know i just don't say sorry a lot and he's like all right so they do or the canadian way they say it sorry sorry yeah sorry yes, yes. and a but yeah <laughs> you, you go and they, they put his head back on and with this now the rest of this issue though is pretty much just Deadpool back to I need to get the vibranium. That's basically it. He's got to get out because now T'Challa is just kind of holding him hostage. He's got his body, but he's about his pouches. Yeah, about his pouches. And we did have that joke from the beginning. And then he says, oh, you know what? You better watch out because I got some bombs in there that are set to go off, you know, any minute now. Yeah. Yeah, And it does. And it makes it seem like maybe that wasn't the case afterwards. He's like, oh, I got lucky. But I guess he says it was a fluke. But hey, uh, it works. He goes off. And he has this teleporter that doesn't work very well. They they start fighting to challenge. I don't know what him shaking it got it working. Yeah, all it just sudden. started working, but it worked at pretty good times. I mean, T'Challa's yeah. about to punch him. And he teleported to like five feet away. Then he goes to kick him. He teleports again. But the best is he teleports into the panther cave, he says, <laughs> uh, where he ends up getting a suit suits, yeah. that is – the Black Panther suit, and it's he's getting directions in Wakandan, and I do like I it that instead Shiri, of the Siri, uh, it's Shiri. Yeah, it's a little Shiri uh, emoji that's kind of leading him into that. Now, I don't know why this would scan his DNA and end up still going with it, knowing it's Deadpool. Yeah, I, I, I actually I that's understand. the only thing. I, I thought the exchange was going to like zap him or oh yeah, that's what something. I thought. And and then I thought it was going to be the wraparound. Now and while this is going on, it makes me laugh too because Deadpool's mask 
is so destroyed. Like we laugh about, and we did earlier this week when the, the Spider Man goes, This is yeah. way worse. There's yeah. like, it's not even half a mask. Barely left. hanging oh on. Oh my yeah. God. And he looks disgusting. But, uh, yeah, I actually thought that at one point, this was going to be the thing that allowed Deadpool to actually see that Black Panther does like him because it accepts his DNA. It knows yeah. Wade Wilson. And he's like, hey, we're going to get going. And he, I like it too. He's like, ah, what am I going to call myself? I know. Panther pool. No, maybe dead panther. No, no, no. Panther pool's better. <laughs> you don't want to be dead panther. But yeah, I actually thought this was going to be something where because it, it accepted him and even he, even as a Deadpool belt. I mean, I it think really that goes. I see how it kind of all wraps up in maybe. the end because I didn't pick up on that I kind actually, of reading through it but yeah, that's a good thought i actually thought that they were going to go with that a little more like all of a sudden the ai Shuri. a couple times like you're not an avenger he's careful to yeah, mention yeah, that yeah 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 and i like when he meant i'm thinking about being a defender yeah, he's next. like i'm everything i've been an x-man an avenger he's like i'm gonna join the defenders <laughs> there's some really good jokes and this <laughs> this is the other thing about this is what DC doesn't have that Marvel does, and and people will laugh, but coming from the DC side of things, please, if you don't know the DC continuity that's going on now, and you think the Marvel continuity's out of whack, oh, you, you have nothing no. compared to over at Sit DC. Down and let me tell it, you a there story. Is, yeah, there <laughs> is never a time, really, that I read any books where they even mention what's going on. I'm talking about a Detective Comics with Batman and the Batman book. They are nowhere near in yeah. sync well, these I'll books you, are in sync this, enough you know what's funny marvel always gives shout outs to like their own current writers and current yeah books. yeah yeah meanwhile dc still referencing king and finger avenue yeah, and every yeah. batman yeah you know, we, it drove us nuts <laughs> in that moldable man and where not, every not uh not 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 meaning tom king i mean uh yeah yeah like bill you know finger, yeah, finger all those yeah and we have the deal where we were getting upset because of zadarsky mentioned yeah. and multiple man left and right I, i'll take that over that and and with this you have that tennessee Coates deal which was funny yeah. and uh but yeah even so while you're going on usually in these books and just saying like hey i was in the x-men avengers hey i'll be in the defenders next we just had that best defense deal leading in yeah, so it, it works deal. out yeah. it's funny for him to think like oh i'll do that now i also like the idea you know the fourth wall breaking and he's yep. so upset that he thought that that t'challa knew what he's talking and, about and the double standard that he's he yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah because at one point that actually that i'm glad you brought that up it's hilarious else. because black panther's like all right he got away and he's like this time the villain faces justice and this is t'challa's narration he's like Damasasakri, or however they say yeah, it, tracks the soul, is. not the body, but Deadpool has shed many bodies. Now we find out if he has a soul. And then Deadpool's like, whoa, whoa, time out. I get crap because everybody's like, oh, there he goes, breaking that fourth wall again. What is this narration? Who is he talking to? He's like, is he talking to you? Is he talking to me? Is he talking to himself? It doesn't make sense. And it's good. And and that's the sort of things that I like when you have a Deadpool. Harley can do this as well if you wanted to. And where I like it is pointing out 
the ridiculousness of things that are going on. You know, sometimes this, you know, fourth wall, it does get over the top. It's for stupid reasons. But I do like that. I like the idea of like, who is this narration ever? And it's really breaking the fourth wall. If you think about it, it's the same I've thing I do. I've never thought about that before. That's why it made me laugh. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, okay, it's yeah, good. It's yeah. right. And so what happens That's then? He has this thing. teleporter. He is right now Panther Pool. He ends up teleporting away. Uh, from Black Panther who attacks him and they're both in their Black Panther look and he's yep. like man we, we're, we're like twins we should do selfies here he ends up disappearing and ends up in the vibranium mine he ends yeah. up in the biggest mine you know and there he is in the mound the great mound that has all the vibranium and with that he's like man I just hit the jackpot this is great he's like you know all I need to do is take a little teeny sliver but it, again brings up a point how do you mine yes. vibranium can't when it is can't be broken? How yeah. do you mine a substance that can't be broken? Now, I would guess that if you would do it, you'd have to use vibranium Yes, you would have to use other vibranium well. would be my yes, thing, too. I would think that you'd have vibranium utensils, but it's kind of a funny deal. And or like, adamantium. I always forget yeah, which yeah, one's adamantium, yeah. But even so, you would think that you would kind of use vibranium to get the vibranium. Yeah, I would think so. And he's there, and he's like, you know, how do you do this it, it absorbs all the impact and he's like wait a minute i got that magic crowbar from the wrecker and he actually brought it up earlier and it was yeah, funny because he he's he like see i knew that this was going to be a significant plot point and uh he just hits it it starts it and uh, you can only imagine the going from it everywhere yeah it's going everywhere and then what ends up happening i guess is it gets with the same frequency of his teleporter it charges it up and teleports it outside of new jersey and so the big (laughs) the great mound is outside of new jersey it's gone that's where akoye is like uh, you know, T'Challa, uh, we got a problem. And he's like, is, is it that Deadpool, that stupid Deadpool? Uh, yeah, kind of. He, he went to the Great Mound and it's gone now. Oh, and it's, and then basically it ends then with the Monopoly Man emoji above, above Deadpool <laughs> who's yelling cha-ching because yeah. now he thinks he's making all he's the money because the great ma- mound of vibranium is outside of Paramus. He, he did on accident what people have been trying to do oh, yeah, for, they've been trying for ever. And it's just Panther. there. It's just outside of Paramus. It's so good. Uh, I actually it. really yeah. like it. I had a lot of fun with this. And it's a very quick read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's something one of these. And like you said, the best is if you did just want to get this issue. Now, I don't think this is the best issue of the series. Uh, I actually think that, that they're all good, but I really like the first issue. So if you're going to read this, I would go to the first issue. But if you just wanted to jump in and like, hey, I just want to get stuff that came out this week. You certainly can jump in, and that recap at the beginning tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. There, there really <laughs> isn't a everything. lot that's been going it sums on. Up the first three issues, yeah, it's, in, yeah. in three paragraphs. And it's one of those things that the funny moments are what is making the series. It, it's not you, know, you have these things. It's goofy. It's Deadpool. It, it's not changing anything. Uh, obviously, yeah. the Great the Mound will go back man. to Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, it's saving Willie. So, and you know, you. But the fun is having Deadpool be enthusiastic about the team up that T'Challa doesn't want. So, I, I suggest you go and read this uh, if you just want a fun, good book, or wait till it's in trade, or I mean, really, any more. This is a perfect thing to wait. Now you're gonna have to wait six months. 
months, but wait until it yeah. hits Marvel Unlimited. But once it hits Marvel Unlimited and you have that, there's no reason not to read this. It is it is good. I'm giving it an 8.5. I, I like it a lot. I, I think I started this as like a 9.95 in the first issue, and yeah. it's, it's maintained itself pretty good. But by now you see... There's not much else going on except the fun yeah, between kind of them facing between off. Other, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. But what would you give it? Yeah, I'm going to match it. I actually came into it thinking eight, but I had a lot of fun talking about yeah, it. Even, you know, I liked thought, it. A, thought a little deeper into it than I guess I, I did at first, uh, you know, first read through. Yeah. But I mean, I really like the writer to the series, too. Uh, he does a good job of tying things back that he mentioned earlier yeah. in the story. Around in the end, and, and even the past issues and things going on in in current Marvel, you know, books. I think he uh, read. The, I so. think he wrote the Lockjaw um, series that came out. Did you read any of that? Because no, I, I didn't read, read any of it. I, I think that that's who wrote that. Uh, Daniel Kibblesmith, who I like. I actually like a couple things that he did uh, before. But yeah, I like it. We're gonna move on to a book, and these are gonna go downhill. No, not yeah. downhill fully, but as we go, I'm a little less enthusiastic yeah. each one. This yeah, is the week was talked about. Already, yes, this is Old Man Logan. That's spoiler. Yeah. Dead Man Logan <laughs> it is. And I'll just give you the deal. Ed Brisson or Brisson on writing. Yeah. Mike Henderson, art. Nolan Woodward, colors and VCs. Corey Pettit on letters. Transported to the present from an alternate timeline where villains triumphed and the world devolved into lawless wastelands. Logan used his second chance at life to rejoin the X and avert catastrophes like the ones that befell his world. However, his advanced age has caught up with him and his famed healing factor severely reduced, leaving him slowly dying of adamantium poison. Logan's hunting Mysterio, the villain responsible for the tragic massacre of the X-Men in his timeline. Logan believes he has found him in Times Square, but in truth, it is only an illusion making the Avengers appear to be a villains. And the thing is about this, this is going to be a long fight scene. The thing that yeah. gets me it's kind of... Issue, yeah, and the thing that gets me kind of is it's a fight scene that pretty much resembles the whole old man Logan deal yeah. of how that started. So it's different characters. Yeah, it's just different characters. Now it's the Avengers. And and that kind of seems like really that's what you're doing. And now the one thing that I didn't realize because I hadn't been reading Old Man Logan, I I know he's dying. I know you know, but he's dying of the adamantium poisoning, but I didn't realize that the time in our world has passed what the time of his world would have been yeah, when the Mysterio the thing. His past time, but yeah, yeah I didn't realize that, lingers. and yeah. because I hadn't been reading the others, but they they spell that out here, and I was like, oh, you know what? That that even gives it a little more oomph to me. I just thought, hey, he's dying now. Hey, I'm gonna go take out Mysterio before I'm yeah. done. And, and, and he's he uses this drug that temporarily yeah, has boosted yeah. his uh regeneration. But that's killing him even more. Yeah, yeah, but it also accelerates his death. Yeah, yeah, so. I know that. It just was weird that I didn't know that time frame. I, I you know that to me it was enough that he was dying and that's why yeah. he was doing this but that... really, the one thing i really have dug about what they've kind of done to the character as he's been in this universe is he's he's got some lasting scars because of that healing yeah. factor stuff usually it's something you they would forget about and, and kind yeah, of go and away from stuff. yeah that's but it's cool. kind of he's got that scar across his eye and three of his claws are actual bone the other three yeah, are yeah. steel yeah, uh, and one of the so things. Yeah, there's some cool details. They're good and about. And one one of the things, the only up until we started the podcast, uh, the only 
thing that I had uh, with Old Man Logan was when he showed up in the All New Wolverine, and he yeah. showed up and and he was okay in there, but he was going berserk and stuff. But uh, with that though, this whole thing is him attaching attacking the Avengers thinking they're the sinister six so you see and and they do a good job of you know if you understand what's going on where he's fighting she hulk and you think he's fighting the lizard or he's fighting you know beetle yeah iron man's beetle and stuff like that now there is something that gets thrown out there that i always wonder in any sort of things like this is the idea where they bring up like why does what happens when they say hey i'm captain america why are you doing that (laughs) And it never really is resolved. It's brought up, but not resolved. They mentioned, well, he he just hears everything. He hears like they're uh, threatening him. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't hear what they're saying. It's just weird that that's the case, but they do spell it out. He does a good job of throwing it out there and trying to cover all bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, because he's just going. (laughs) But just the idea that this is just like how Old Man Logan started with this, you know, attack. That's all this has been about. Um, yeah, he's doing that, but there is one good part because while they're doing that, the bad guys and gals are watching and you do have Miss Sinister and then, and you have Mysterio there walking away and, you know, he, he hasn't been fully into this. And remember, he yeah. was brought into this. He didn't really want to be. This is like the test run. Yeah. And he, you know, he's kind of being forced to do this by Red Red Skull's daughter. Yeah, and Red Skull's daughter uh, is very big on pomp and circumstance. She wants applause. She wants to have people know that she's there to attack. Yeah, Miss Sinistro doesn't want that. And you have a deal where you have Red Skull's daughter follow them out and say, like, hey, what are we going to do after this? Like, when we take over everything, we're going to get Mysterio. We're going to give him a place to go live in Alaska, right? <laughs> and Mrs. just like, no, no, no. When I read the mind of Logan, what your father did in this alternate future was kill Mysterio. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And they're like, all right. So he couldn't well, do it to us. You yeah, because like, that's what would happen because thing, he's too yeah. dangerous then. And yeah, Red Skull started, all right, that sounds great. I'm going to go get some beer. And then as she walks away, she you see it was Mysterio. He yeah. was doing that to Miss Sinister. And that, that really gives him his all deal of, I knew it. He says, I knew it. So that is a and pretty he, like, cool just thing. Out. He just yeah, he's <laughs> out. And that's a pretty cool thing. I like that a lot. Yeah, and it shows you that he's probably going to, you know, in the it's 12 issues. So we have a, a while to go. So it's a little odd that right now, I, I think he's obviously still going to be involved. I, I kind of like that because, you know what? It doesn't at least make it for a cookie cutter first arc of just yeah. Logan continuing to go after now, Mysterio here's the working deal. with these villains. I don't think Mysterio is fully going to leave. I think that he's going to try to work against them from within because I, I just don't see – he's there at the end while looking at them picking up the pieces and stuff like that. But he's kind of still there. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he's going to go to, say, the Avengers and say or, – or even Logan or Hawkeye and say, hey, I, I want to help you guys. And they're yeah, going to treat get them a bad. Mysterio Logan team up. Yeah, or, or they're cool. going to end up treated. I bet you it does happen by the end. But I yeah. think that maybe it'll be treated like crap. Plus, uh, you have the other guy, that mercenary. I always forget his name. A, a lot of these characters I'm not as familiar with. But the the guy who actually 
Crossbones? Yeah, Crossbones. Uh, Crossbones has had it in for Mysterio all oh, yeah. along. So he wants to shoot somebody so in the head So you would bad. say that Crossbones, if Mysterio leaves or tries to, Crossbones will go to attack him and excuse, try to get him. Yeah. And even with this, they're watching this theatrics of this whole thing of Logan just ripping through the yeah, Avengers, too. And he, at one point, he's just like, can I just shoot them now? Like, they're yeah. all there. They're all here. They're they're hurt. Let, let me shoot them. And uh, Red Skull's daughter's like, no, no, no. Not mm-hmm. yet. We'll, we'll we'll do this later. But yeah, I, I do like up. that little bit of a deal where Mysterio yeah. tricks uh, Miss Sinister to kind of admit that they were going to kill him at the end. So and he, he can does be like, the worst thing ever, the, at least in your mind, to She-Hulk at one point. Did you, yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her Achilles. Yep. Yeah, oh, my worst <laughs> thing ever. I hate that so much, so much. But yeah, uh, that is that. I mean, there's really not much more yeah. to say about Other it, right? Than, yeah, at one point we got glob on that he notices things on the computer yeah that's the end yeah glob on the computer i yeah, was like glob oh, no. on the computer again <laughs> but yeah and he's like oh no i i see yeah. you know and oh we gotta go and that was the whole thing that they spell out too. the x-men logan has given them the kill switch type kill switch. deal yeah i wonder what he gave them i don't know i don't remember yeah uh, and he I says everything I forget, yeah and I they show up to collect them like hey we're gonna do now with that he does shut down and yeah. the X-Men are like, all right, we did that. We're the one that did it. shuts down because they get him far enough out of but range that's, But the also, what about the thing, though? Mysterio would probably have shut this down as well. Yeah, because, because he, he knows. It, and, right. and at the end, he's just standing there. So I don't know if everybody hit the thing at the same time or yeah. maybe – the X-Men are lying a little that he but nobody seems to be like, boy, he shut down right before or anything. Yeah. And, but I don't know why Mysterio would have continued the whole deal the, the when charade, he walked right, away. Unless kind of maybe he's now, trying yeah. to cover his tracks. Like if it did shut down right away, they'd know that he that's why I think he's still gonna be on this bad guy team, but uh, he see, knows he, better think- now. I thought that was him kind of just walking he's away just from the He's just standing there. Crew. It looks like he's just well, because he standing there. Well, because he even tells on to that doorman. He's yeah, like, go yeah. check out what's going on upstairs. Yeah, I, I think he's out on that. He might be, but why then wouldn't he have just shut this down? Or why wouldn't he have? I mean, really, it's weird. Because why didn't well, he? He just, he just tricked Miss Sinister. Is, so is why he, didn't he go and make everybody else think there's something so they kill themselves right away? Why it, would? What's that? Is that him in an alley looking out at yeah, the it Avengers looks like he's or just him looking... walking out a front door towards them? I think he's, it looks like he's walking out and there's like pillars there that he's walking out or he's hanging out in an alley. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard and, to tell. And even with that, it's a weird deal because, you know, he has his little, you know, flame things or yeah, the, 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 mist. the mist coming from yeah. there and all that. But really, I mean, when he leaves... Why didn't he just screw with the bad gals and yeah. guys and kind of make them go party. against themselves yeah. if he knows this? So I, I don't know what he's planning. Yeah, and no. uh, it's That's odd. That's kind of why I like it, too. It's gonna, it's, yeah. It leaves me it, – it, it makes it not um, follow just a set yeah. path you anticipate yeah, I actually, it going the, down. The big I thing is I that. thought that this was going to be one of those where Logan was just going to snap out of it. And it was going to be because Mysterio's like, I'm not playing this game anymore and go. But it it didn't seem to be that. It did seem that the X-Men and Kitty and like they were doing something that they thought is what they were there to do. And yeah, there's a a little teeny bit. Now, the whole thing was 
uh, that, oh, we don't want another Avengers X-Men. Everybody's against the, you know, know. oh, man, we don't want that again. We don't want that again. And then at the end, it almost becomes that. But then But then they let them, like, hey, we're going to go. And that's where Hawkeye's like, listen, I'll keep eye on them. But, uh, you know. I, I I just don't know. I actually thought at one point, there were even like at some the end, racist undertones to how Tony Stark was talking about mutants. Too. Yeah, Did you catch yeah. That? I'm yeah, like Tony. Yeah. Tony's whoa. a jerk. <laughs> he came he came back from the dead wrong. Uh, yeah, and even at the end, like I even thought for a quick second that maybe Hawkeye was now Mysterio and said, but it wasn't. I yeah. just, I wanted to, I think that's that, crazy that Mysterio can do that. Now you're always, every yeah. time someone now it's pops in, you're like, Oh boy, who is it? Yeah, And it's funny too, because while I'm reading it, I kept forgetting that it's a 12 issue book. Yeah. And so is. I'm thinking like, Oh man, wait, like what's going on? We're not getting enough. And it is still just a long fight scene, but we got a lot of issues left. So I, yep. I can see why. And they're taking Logan and see how that goes. But yeah, yeah it's I, definitely, it's a slower pace than the minis yeah, that we're yeah. used to really enjoying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm going to go seven out of 10. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, right there too. Yeah. That's exactly my score. Yeah, I mean, I, it mostly taking those points off because of just so much fighting in it. And yeah. the parts where the fight br- actually broke up it, were the best parts of the issue for me, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I saw, I haven't looked, uh, recently. I don't think this book is getting very good reviews. No, it's <laughs> I not. I think I'm it's me and you. I'll do it tomorrow morning because I want to up it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that it's me and you are like that. Out a little bit. Oh my, listen to you. Fake <laughs> out of funk. Uh, it's one of those books that we've actually enjoyed more than I, I think I, other people. I think uh, it gets a bad rap, but the Old Man Logan series was kind of like that too. I really enjoyed almost all the, the different arcs and the issues of it. Yeah. And it never really got great scores. Well, I'll or tell high you, uh, a, uh, two, the last two days, two reviews have come in a nine, six, and a nine. So it okay. has gone up before then. Yeah. Again, not a lot of people reviewing it either. Uh, yeah. I'm looking to Black Panther or Deadpool. That's at a nine, six. I, <laughs> I hate to, to come in and, and lower the score, but I'll be, I'll be reviewing that. But yeah, that has a 10 and a nine, two. That's a little high uh, well, uh, for I, that. I'm glad we're not on an island there either. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it we like, like a it. lot of people. And, uh, here. it's funny too, because you have, you only have two of that, but a lot of the books at Marvel, it does take a while for these reviews to come in. One of the ones I know that, uh, Aaron, really likes and a lot of people in the slack chat like punisher nobody is reviewing that book nobody at all uh yeah yeah i'm just looking at the reviews just and i always have such a hard time with that art it kind of like just bugs me and i guess that aaron likes books that only two people review because weapon h only has two reviews (laughs) but yeah like west coast avengers doesn't get a lot of reviews There's, there's weird weird deals but from here we're gonna go on to some mail and we talked about the mail earlier and it is weird science marvel comics at gmail.com if you want to be part of the mail and we have a couple mails tonight starting with deegan and we haven't heard that name before and uh, i i hope that deegan right now while he's listening to this is not staying up too late because deegan is 11 years old and he says <laughs> hi guys i'm an 11 year old boy and i love your podcast and listen to every episode usually while i'm in bed at night i'm from australia if he's from australia i gotta talk to him and him alone 
Hello, love. Isn't that how they talk? Hello, put a shrimp on the barbie. Okay, I'm, mate. I'm from it's Australia, so it's kind of hard to get the physical copies of the comics. See, that? that's how I endear myself to Australians. Uh, eight months ago, I bought all five copies of the Cosmic Ghost Rider miniseries. Good when place. it hadn't showed up in four months, we thought they didn't send it. I'd probably blame the mailman, or as they call them down under, the mailman. Isn't that <laughs> the, the mail carrier? The Where's mail? the Joey's? <laughs> but what do you know? It showed up yesterday, so he did yes. get it. So I, I'm looking forward to hear uh, what he thought of it. Anyway, Tell I want to get FedEx. We'll get it there yes, quick. Yes, really. There's a little shout out to your job <laughs> that you always, you know, yeah, crap on all the time. Oh, You're always yeah. pissed off. <laughs> anyway, I want to get into DC. Oh my, the Batman who laughs looks really cool. I know this is a Marvel podcast, but what do you guys recommend? Now, I do want to tell Deegan that in fact. I am on a DC Comics podcast that you may not have heard of uh, called, amazingly, the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Now, that doesn't mean that I think that you should listen to it because we tend to curse a little. Now, I know <laughs> that down under, you're a little tougher. You know, the, the dingoes can come and steal your babies at any probably point. Probably drinking a Foster's probably really. to us. Well, 11, he's been <laughs> drinking age now for three years there. It's, it's, it goes, Australia's drinking age is probably eight, Buffalo's nine. There yes. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, the so we just have more snow. We're basically yes, Australia. Uh, we do. And right now, the best thing is, uh, in a wacky way there, uh, because I don't think it's real. Australia is in the middle of their summer, which seems so wacky. And I, <laughs> I, I understand the, the I understand the geography of it. It doesn't make and sense. And it's like to 120, me. I heard. It doesn't make crazy. sense to me. I yeah. don't understand it. Now what I is know it, leak slip over there. Jeez. Yeah, really. I know that Eric, <laughs> uh, who does the DC Comics podcast with me, uh, he said he'd never go to Australia because everything there is made to kill you. <laughs> and uh, really, Deegan, when we see things about Australia, either it's a commercial for Outback Steakhouse, uh, or uh, we've watched a rerun of Crocodile Dundee, or yeah. it's a seven hundred pound spider. Yeah. That's usually in the corner of, of the roof, ready yeah. to Internet pounce on pictures. you. Oh Internet my! Internet pictures do them no favors. Yes. <laughs> but I do. I will tell you also, Deegan. I, I really like an excess, and I know an eleven-year-old boy in Australia probably is very into a band that's been gone for that long. But uh, yep. they they are my favorite Australian export. Uh, but yeah, the Batman or laughs that I could go with that. I mean, this tells me that Deegan is an 11 year old boy who is a mature enough person to like some good things because I do yeah. like that series. I mean, if he likes, if he's got Cosmic Ghost Rider and he's reading that, I mean, it's not a huge step. I no, don't think. now I'm going to tell him to go and listen to our DC Comics podcast, but keep it on the down low. You don't want your parents to hear it because they, we tend to use some naughty language. Now, I don't – you guys won't know this. I actually earlier in the podcast dropped the F-bomb on this, and I'm going to have to go and fish it out. I don't oh, even – I missed it. You missed it on yeah. – I, I said the F-bomb. I'm going to have to go edit because we do not curse on this podcast. But this other one we do. Eric tends to get a little inappropriate, a little sexy. A little sexy talk sometimes, but uh, if you did listen to that, you would know some recommendations. Now, uh, people who do listen to that are probably laughing and thinking, what the heck is he going to recommend? Yeah, well, with the things? Not, but it's a short list. I would say right away, <laughs> uh, anybody, including an 11-year-old, would like uh, Shazam. That yeah. would be one. If you are into Batman or Laughs, you know, go for it. I think you'll like it. If you do like it, 
uh, you could end up maybe picking up uh, Scott Snyder's All-Star Batman that was at the beginning of Rebirth that has a little bit of a feel of this Batman Who Laughs. If you like Batman Who Laughs and think that looks cool, maybe start with the metal deal. Uh, I don't know. It gets a little wacky. Yeah, you know, it's, but it, it's even hard to understand for me. Yeah. I mean, it, some of that goes over my head. But some of the other books, Adventures of Super Sons is pretty good. But if you want to go, if you do read the Batman of Laughs and like it, I would even say go back to the new 52 Scott Snyder Batman run. Uh, you would like that. There's a lot of things. But yeah, try a couple things that we said and maybe listen to the podcast and hear what we talk about on that. Uh, and then let us know what you're trying out and what you might. Uh, Even uh, you know what? Teen Titans Here's what he should. Maybe. Yeah. The, the new Teen Titans I would go with. If you want to go back yeah. to say the new 52, I would tell you to start with Aquaman, which was one of my first books at DC that I read and fell in love with it and really liked it. And that I'm telling you, new 52, not Rebirth, new 52, Jeff Johns, uh, Aquaman would be a pretty cool yeah, deal important. to go with. But he says, thanks guys for an awesome podcast. Sincerely from maybe your young fan and he's around the age of my son logan so indeed you are the youngest fan because logan yep. hates everything that i do <laughs> and sits down and and really that that deegan took the time to write in an email is way beyond my kids who cannot stop playing Fortnite. still they, they play <laughs> Fortnite. rafe is down the hall probably right now buying madden points as we speak yep, because I, I heard him saying that there was some nfl honors cards coming out and he wanted uh, to see which ones today, yeah that's why, yeah, yeah so he was going first. nuts with that so thank you deegan thank you for your support the next is ethan who says hey who am i kidding this will probably be another rambly wordy nonsensical email i swear it's like i'm secretly steve orlando bop boop zing he says oh, no yeah we don't need that <laughs> first man without fear wrapped up this week with issue five i wish they had kept rolling with the legacy numbers though and just had this be an arc that ran weekly or something that's really the only negative i have for this book i, I haven't heard many people talk about it except ethan and i haven't yeah, read the last issue a, i read the first four but i, I haven't read, read this two. fifth i haven't that's read the fifth uh i'm planning on reading that either tonight or tomorrow i think i'm just gonna wait for the number one yeah yeah <laughs> the boom picks up with matt reminiscing uh, about a conversation he had with his father shortly after he's lost his sight as he struggles with his physical therapy uh in my opinion the artist danilo bay ruth does a fantastic job of conveying the sheer exhaustion Matt is feeling. You see the sweat dropping. His eyes are sunken with dark circles. This is a broken man. It sounds like me every morning when I'm getting ready for work. <laughs> I look in and I say, what happened to you? As Matt works, you continue to hear his father's words play out as he gives his son the only thing he has to teach while Matt's fear, looking like a hungry wrong turn wearing daredevil jammies. Wrong turn has a crazy look. He, he was doing this. Uh, he had to do a job it's on Friday. <laughs> he had to do a job on Friday, and we were watching him, and he, he walked over to this crate, that, he, and it was such an easy thing. They, they, a crate was delivered, uh, actually, by FedEx, and it was damaged, but it wasn't yeah. really FedEx's fault. It was more the way this crate – it was a weird crate, like made of cardboard with wood. To take. It was so weird. So yeah, they said, never hey, hold up. Yeah, and they said, can you, can you – uh, Hey, uh, wrong turn. Can you fix this? It really needed a leg on it at the bottom. And he sat there. He looked at it. And I, I'm telling you, we were laughing. He looked at it for five minutes and just <laughs> stood there. His head was going back and forth, like each side. Then he like, walked oh, away. No geometry, yeah. Then he walked, he walked away. <laughs> then he came back, looked at it again for about five minutes, walked away again. 
came back about 20 minutes later, picked up a board, went, put the board against the thing, and then let go. It dropped. I'm like, you got you to gotta hammer it in or something. I don't know. And then walked away and never returned. And we think he went home. He gave up. <laughs> it was the worst thing. We're like, where did he go? And then, of course, then I sit there. I'm like... I know that somehow this is going to get me out of that. I know that somebody's going to come and like, why didn't you fix it? Because usually this would have been something that I would have done in two seconds just because right. I was annoyed. And uh, finally, I, to keep finally I'm waiting for our boss to come out. Finally, our boss comes out and I, I'm like, hey, uh, you, you want me to do that? Oh, no, no. Wrong turn's doing I'm like, No, wrong, wrong turn left. I, I think wrong <laughs> turn went home. Oh, I'll go check. And he comes back. And he's like, yeah, he clocked out. I guess he left. He just left. <laughs> Uh, but it tries to give up. Uh, the artist gives us flashbacks of some daredevil fights mixed poignantly with images of his father in a ring as a boxer. And we see the transition of Matt from destroyed to driven, leading up to one of the best last pages I've seen in comics in a long time. So that's pretty cool. I know Ooh. you guys weren't as keen on this miniseries as I was, but I really think this issue stands out amongst the swill we usually get from Marvel with these reboots. I'm really looking forward to Chip Zdarsky's run. Uh, but I'm sorry we didn't get a few more issues from McKay. And he would give it an 8.8 out of 10. Now, again, never said that I didn't like it because I actually did like it. I just told you and everybody on the podcast, I just don't like Daredevil that much. I, and yeah. it's not even like I don't like Daredevil, uh, but I don't hate Daredevil. It's right in the middle. I just really don't care about <laughs> Daredevil. No yeah, I really don't. And, uh, you know, I, I've heard all the talk like, oh, it's it's Marvel's Batman. I'm like, I really don't see that. And, uh, uh -huh. oh, it's Marvel's this, it's Marvel's that. Well, it's it's Daredevil. And I've tried. I've tried to get into Daredevil. I've been told all these great runs. I've been told things that I should go read. And every time I do, I just get bored. Yeah. Uh, my funniest, though, Daredevil story is when Reggie said that he wanted to do the Daredevil reviews on the Marvel Monday. Do you remember this? And he yep. ended up doing a review and said that Daredevil was deaf. <laughs> he didn't know he was blind. And then somebody <laughs> called him on it in the, in the, the, uh, the comments. I'm like, buddy, Daredevil's blind. I'm like, oh, my God. That is an epic fail. I mean, really, is there another – is there a worse fail? I don't what, know. The I risk. wonder how different the issue is when you go in thinking Daredevil's oh deaf instead God. of blind when you now, read through it. Now the thing is, I did read. Wasn't it? Was it the Daredevil? No, that was Hawkeye. But it, there was one run that I read that they ended up, and I, I don't even know what it was. And I started reading it, and the first time I saw them use that like sonar-looking page that ended up actually looking like you were using one of those, uh, the Xbox, uh, yeah. what was that, that eye thing that they had on it? That, and it looked like that, and that, that actually, and it was like supposed to show you how he actually views the world while being blind. I thought yeah, that kind of like night goggles or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I thought that that was great. That blew my mind, actually. But other than that, I, I just I just can't get into him. But he says, now on to some Spidey. I don't know how much of Dan Slott's run you guys read. I use that all term very it. loosely. It's hard to read poop, he says. But yeah, <laughs> we've read all of it. Superior was the only good thing about that 10-year uh, odyssey of 5 to 10 comics, the special other podcast type of 5. So, oh, he's saying all of his is an FU5 is what he's giving him. <laughs> so after all that, to get what we've gotten from Spencer Otley and the other two interchangeable spider artists, why Marvel? Why can't one dude draw 12 comics anymore? Has been the freshest 
of the fresh start books, he says. He thinks that Spidey has been so I I just different way. I just yeah, I just can't seem to get my footing on it and go for it. And there are parts I love and then that like it more than us. Yeah, it's fun, but I think this issue was a little down for them even though. Yeah, Nick Spencer (laughs) seems to actually like writing Spider Man, which shows in the way he's building up Peter's world. Is he building up Peter's world or is he just keep a he seems to me as if he's got A D D in yeah. Peter's world and can't center on anything. Like Where, he's done a couple things. So there's Mary Jane. She lingers once in a while. I want the lookups. I like things. the lookups t- thing, and that just disappeared. That was yeah, very interesting to me. He's the king of mentioning things once, and then maybe he'll come back to it. Maybe he won't. Ten issues from now, it's yeah. just very strange. We're also are getting uh, character development. We're getting lasting consequences. We are getting supporting characters with different personalities. Holy poop! Previous writer gave Pete like three or four different girlfriends and they all have the same personality he is a type right he yeah. likes the ladies i love pete sometimes corny zings and jabs but i love how he is written seriously when he needs to be this run so far is an overall grade of a solid six seven out of seven point five out of ten for me i would say that my total score overall six five so it's not that different yeah uh maybe a six I mean, for the whole series i'm probably around a six six five yeah. myself i think i'm a six five i really like the art in it most most yeah, times yeah uh, yeah but yeah the story i i mean I don't know. It's just I know. very hit or miss for me. Yeah. And, and again, the here's the thing. Is it one of those that that's a positive that you keep changing? Because if it is a miss, you only have to wait an issue or two to yeah, get away from it. Well, or, I do that. I've been a fan of his three issue kind yeah. of get in and out of things. But it, so. when we say that, that's also a negative when we have something we like yeah. and then we leave. But And I'm having a good time with <laughs> yeah. the comic. Please tell Mr. King over at the Distinguished Competition that this is how flagship characters handled. This issue was pretty good from a storytelling standpoint. I like the plot thread of the lizard and his creepy clone reptile family being picked up and used. I like the fact that Pete and MJ have regular dinners with the monster family. It's great. It's wacky. It's fun. And Spider-Man is supposed to be fun. But the real MVP of the book is Death Wish Aunt May. I love how a simple conversation about finances turns into giving the creepy lawyer guy the swerve, using a holographic image inducer to scare the crap out of some hooligans and then tasking or taking his piece of strange out to eat on the lawyer man's dime. Talk about character development. I'm actually not even joking about this. I had more fun reading Aunt May subplot than I did the Peter stuff. Uh, he says, Psst, you want to know why? Do you? Uh, I'm <laughs> telling you, I, I thought that that was a lot of nonsense just to get <laughs> no. Aunt May in a position to almost well, die. Uh, but I don't he, know why if she has no money, she's still going back to take bums to a restaurant. Yeah, well, like, she put him on his, his dime, though. So oh, yeah, she did right. say that. That's but right. because Chris Bocciolo is one inconsistent artist to ever pick up a crayon, there is one panel where, I kid you not, Peter is wearing lipstick. He looks like an easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. He did. He looked like a little, you know, he looked weird at that one it, point. Mary Jane looked very weird, too. She almost looked like she was drawn like Asian. For yeah. Some, also, some sometimes reason. his face looks like children. Uh, there you go. Why I've seen Bacalo or Bacalo do some really good stuff in the past. The shade that Changing Men's stuff with Peter Milligan is really excellent, but his Spider-Man looks like a four-year-old. 
in his Spider-Man footy pajamas. Great work, but crap artwork. I would rather have Alberto Ramos back. Sure, he's cartoony, but his work has I love a kinetic Ramos. feel uh, to it that really matches the Spidey book. But who am I to judge? My favorite artist is John Romita Jr. You are out. Oh, boy. <laughs> 6.5 out of 10, he says. Until, until Carol Danvers gets written well again, make mine weird science. Ethan B. from Watkinsville, Georgia. And we'll see. Maybe Carol will get a pickup soon. Next is Mark Jagger. He says, hey, guys, I thought your review here's the best. I thought your review of Amazing Spider-Man 14 was spot on. And it hit all the things that are driving me crazy about this run. I lost interest in the series partly because so much time is spent on recapping things that came before. Who is all this recapping for? The irony is I don't think there's any reason anyone would be jumping on at this point with the storytelling and the art in the last issue. Made me think that they are treating this as a third tier book, which of course (laughs) is ridiculous. But that's the thing. Some people read things and think a lot different. And uh, yeah, Yeah, it's almost like this was an issue they rushed out there or something was changed and they had to squeeze stuff and that, that's what's weird too because yeah here's the thing uh, i don't know if you're aware of this uh brandon but dan slot on fantastic foreign iron man he, he, not great with deadline yeah no, he's and terrible. i and there's a lot of other books that do seem we're going to be talking after this mail about a book that i swear to god had to have been delayed right it's dr strange it yes. seems like we have not talked about that book in two months and you know what? The main story for that issue, not that to get ahead of ourselves here or anything, but the main story for that issue was still only 22 pages. They didn't yeah. beat that up. Any. Yeah, so it seems like forever. And I do think a lot of these books, they're having problems with keeping deadlines. So if there is a Nick Spencer who may be able to get these artists to kick it in and get a, a thing where they're like, just throw this out – this is maybe what you get instead of it being delayed because this yeah. issue did seem like something was missing. Like yeah, there wasn't a full issue, a full story. This was just to set up the cliffhanger. Just even the I mean, idea. We even of, had panels of the origin. Ben, yeah, Uncle Ben That's what died. I'm saying. <laughs> and then even throw in the fact that we have a editor's note that it takes place after Miles Morales number three, which isn't out yet. Yeah. So this was yeah. just, it may have just been kind something of thrown that was out reshuffled. there. Or, yeah. or coming later and, and moved up. So, I don't know, but Spidey is my favorite Marvel character, but this book can't even keep my interest. I'll swing over to Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man until things get better. And and that's the other thing that I like where you do have, you, you don't have that if, at DC if you're a Superman fan, because Bendis yeah. is on both. I do like when you have a Batman and a detective, and if they're both good. And I, I still think that Amazing Spider-Man's good. Yeah. I just wish it was great. Yeah, Friendly yeah. Neighborhood Spider-Man, yeah. though, number one, gives you another alt you know and actually even if you want to go even to the extreme you could go to superior spider-man or you can yeah. go to miles and stuff you, you do got a have lot your, of spider-man choices usually you, you have some spider-man picks up. yeah, yeah. Uh, but also is it, it my hope might be the idea of say all of a sudden tom taylor's getting accolades for doing something on friendly neighborhood spider-man and then next spencer's like oh man you know what i better tighten the ship over here so that i can get these accolades i don't know how nick spencer plays i I have a feeling that again to throw in some dc stuff maybe for deegan who asked about dc stuff i do think that what plays over at dc is tom taylor showed up to read a batman annual which if if deegan you can get a hold of that one 
I would read that, but I think that that might get to Tom King. Like, huh, they're getting all these accolades. People are saying that's the best book, uh, Batman book they've read in years. Well, I'll show them. Yeah. Just, he, does, just never Twitter seems to work. Word Batman and he sees Tom Taylor name in the first five tweets. He gets a little. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. So he gets on his but yeah. And he says, I'm, no, 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 I'm glad it looks like Fantastic Four is on an upswing. Maybe Nick Spencer could use some help from Dan Slott. Now, that'd be great if Dan Slott could keep on a schedule yeah. because it, more things were delayed today. He needs today. to be on one book. I, it's not like he's killing it on Iron Man to the point where no. I need his next issue. It, you it's know funny, what I'm too, because I even said when I, I had the Patreon news show and I was talking about the, the next delay, they announced another delay, and that's the problem. When you do a news show, and you see what when you do your solicit show, uh, yeah. everything kind of goes from the thing before. So on my news show, if I announce right now that the next Fantastic Four is delayed, it's pretty guaranteed that in a month from now, I'm going to have the next story of the next issue delayed because yep. they just go in a row. It just keeps adding yeah, on so, to But each I other, said yeah. that pretty much I love the Fantastic Four suddenly. I need to get that next issue. I know. Iron with Man. With the way it ended with Doom yeah, and Galactus. Iron and Man that. just – it hasn't got me yet, and one of the reasons might be the delays. But I that one I don't mind. I don't remember about no, I it never other do. than just machinist and – Yeah, I, I never know. Mace, when we start, Strange I'm telling games. you, again, not to spoil things, but that's how I started the Doctor Strange this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? And then I, I remembered right away. But if thank you for – get to that prison, I would have yeah. forgot all those yeah, people. thank you for letting me get my frustration. I'll keep up the great podcast. And thank you, uh, Mark. And the next one is Ethan returning for email number two. He says, after prematurely evacuating my outgoing mail folder earlier, I've had a sandwich and returned triumphant for round two. Does that rhyme? Does this rhyme? If you see this, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, I really wanted to take a moment and mention how much I'm enjoying Superior Spider-Man right now. I don't know if you guys have read it, but it was, to me, the highlight of Slot's run. We talked uh, about both of them, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, actually, so. it seems, well, he's saying about Slot's run on so Superior oh, oh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I've read that. Yeah, so he is gone. And I believe Christos Gage feels the same way. You can, oh, if he's asking about the two, yeah, we talked about them on the podcast. And I, I think I've reviewed at least one of them on the site. I think yeah. the site started after. But, yeah, uh, you can tell he actually wants to write this character. The last issue was fantastic, especially with Graveyard Chef. Now I know we talked about that because we were laughing. At, yeah, uh, yeah, we were. Yeah, we were laughing at Gravedigger that we said that he was the highlight. Now, again, <laughs> we, were cut, also, yeah. we were also saying that the issue was a long fight scene. Yeah. And yeah, we weren't exactly – Yeah, too. well, we weren't exactly fully on board with it, but we did enjoy it uh, in an otherwise sort of unlucky issue for our hero yeah. he had to split he actually spends most of the issue getting his clock cleaned by Terex, uh, which brings us to Terex. Yo, this is the first time I've e ever even considered Terex a bad butt, because Ock is letting him have it at first with the whole sonic blast, knockout gas, shock his butt combo, and then launches an explosive into Terex open mouth. Dude doesn't flinch. I know how auto name drops Doom. That's awesome and just goes to show that Gage really has a good idea of who uh, this Spidey is. But what's really great is how he likes to operate on the 
invented version of the Uncle Ben R.I.P. adage. With great arrogance, inadvertently comes great responsibility. So, yes, I'm impressed with this. And if it keeps up, it may take amazing down as the best Spider-Man book now. Holy moly. Reading Punisher this week made me tired. Want to know why? Because I was treading a metric ton of water. But, hey, on the upside, (laughs) a nun told the Punisher he had an average wang. Hashtag black label. Anyways, I'm sure you guys hate me after two letters. Yeah, really. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you, I know that people seem to like this Punisher book. I can't. First off, I can't get past the art. I really don't like that art. And then when I do get past that, it it just ends up being just too much to me. And it's I like too much names being thrown out there. Too much of this like kind of pseudo politics stuff that I don't like. And and maybe it is full politics. Maybe it's not even pseudo politics. But it, it's <laughs> stuff I don't like. And it's just it kind of seems to be just a book that's not my corner of what I came over to do Marvel with. Uh, with that now again, well, I like when he guest stars in other books. Yeah. I don't need him in his own book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Constantly. Like if yeah. they, the mini series, I think, is a more Punisher thing for them to do, like the Deadpool yeah. ones. Throw them yeah, out I just, I just can't get into it. I, I just am not. I, I try. Yeah, him by I himself really try. is a tough set. Like I, I don't even um, get into the Netflix show Punisher. I know a, a bunch of people like that. You know that, that I've never seen one second of any of those shows. I've I not the seen one, one second. That's the only one I've watched. Uh, I watched Defenders. Too. Tanya I, watched. I didn't like it, Tanya though. watched almost all of them. And she likes them, and she, she like she loved Jessica Jones. Yeah, and, I said, you know, like that. yeah, and she I, was the girl bugs me, Kristen Ritter. Or yeah, whatever. you don't like her. No, uh, the bee in apartment thirteen yeah. or whatever that was. <laughs> the bee <laughs> in apartment, yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, she. Was I don't it? know. Her she's weird was though. Dawson. Yeah, I know <laughs> it was, and it was really him, right? He was playing yes. himself, and yes. was, that's pretty funny. Where, they, did they ask where Pacey was at any time? Anyways, I'm sure yeah, you guys hate me. I liked him in so. uh, Varsity Blues. That yeah. was the best thing he was ever in. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like Varsity Blues. That was okay. Yeah, good football movie. And he says, bop, bop, my dude. Still no remember the Titans, but hey. I Ethan love B. Friday Night Lights, personally. Did That's my football. I, yeah. I think Remember the Titans is my favorite. I, I actually really, and it's, it's kind of cheesy or whatever, but it always gets me. Little yeah. Hayden Panettiere writing up plays. And it's a good message movie. I used to show that one yeah. in school when yeah, I was trying I like to kill a few days before nah, Christmas. Yeah, really. Yeah, show that. <laughs> I mean, really, if you want to go, my since it is Super Bowl weekend, uh, you want to go, Do you, can you guess what my all-time favorite football movie is? There's one movie. <laughs> it's, it's like, Any Given Sunday? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Keep going. I uh, love that one. Uh, uh, just think of, it just, Rudy. No, no. It's Little Giants. That's uh, my favorite. Little Giants. I, I was about to dig into the 80s and go Unnecessary Roughness. No, actually, I saw that in the theater. And I, uh, Kathy Ireland's in that as the yeah, place Jim kicker. Kelly's in yeah, it? I, um, I was not a big fan of that, no, of that that's movie. Not a gr- I, you know what? I saw that a few years ago randomly on TV and I was like, oh, this is How not about that? Like- Are you a fan of The Replacements with Keanu? Yeah, I like that one. I actually think that that movie's better than anybody would give credit for. Yes, I actually it's very do underrated. like it. But Little Giants, I love it because it's bad news bears with football. That's all I need. It is and, good. I love it. And it's, I, I really, really like it. Icebox. Oh, yeah. I love it. But yeah. And I also like it that the bad team are the Cowboys in that. And, you know, because no Nobody likes the Cowboys. No, it's an easy villain. Yes. Although the Giants being the good team is a stretch. That is a stretch, but hey, <laughs> lovable losers, right? Ethan B., I, I'm saying that as an Eagles fan. I can say that still because 
as of this recording, which I mentioned on the Patreon-only DC show this week, the Eagles are still the NFL champs as we speak. At now. least another 24 another hours. Another 24 hours. Less than that, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, again, that is Ethan B. from Watkinsville, Georgia. And we're done with the mail. Thank you all for mailing. And we're going to get on to the last book of the night, which is Doctor Strange. And like I said, when I started reading this, I actually – didn't remember what the heck had gone and on, but as it, opposed it, to Deadpool ver, uh, Black Panther, that where the blurb helps you out tremendously, yeah. this blurb is hot garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I will read it, but uh, <laughs> the, the other thing though is once I saw, like after the first page, then I realized, yeah, oh I yeah, remember I remember. That but really, all I remember was okay, the master came and he yeah, asked for help. That's, that's all I got. Uh, but really, this is before we go into it. This is Doctor Strange number ten, but it's also Doctor Strange number four hundred legacy deal and believe me it feels like you said earlier a regular story with tacked on nonsense stories it almost feels like oh yeah just throw some stuff together and we'll do something and most of them are also written by mark wade so it's not like a collection of people from no yeah i would have gotten you know get jason aaron and get what's going on here yeah get uh get donny cates yeah get get some guys recent ones that's what i'm saying get some guys in if you have to use your normal like i said you get jason aaron in and and Donnie Cates, get somebody else, get that Daniel Kibble, whoever's available, but have a couple different voices. Instead, what they do is try to wow you with the art being different, but usually you get full different creative teams. So just different art and get, and it really, it's Mark Wade. And the, the main story's okay. The tacked-on stories are, are garbage. They're, yes. they're garbage. They're just grab-bag yeah, they are. They're garbage. Yeah, this lessons. is Doctor Strange number 10. And one's almost by... just the origin. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just like <laughs> the origin from a little different angle. It's almost like you're watching the origin, but now you're in a different corner of the room watching. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one thing. I, again, I'm not a big history Marvel guy one. yet, it's but I, yeah, I've read a bunch of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is actually a character, and if you listen to our our DC podcast, you know that at DC, I do not like magic characters. I don't like the dark universe. For some reason, when I started reading Doctor Strange from issue number one back in the day, and I did a review of number one for the site, things like that, I actually got up to about issue 18 or 19. I actually really like Doctor Strange. For some yeah. reason, it, re- it I even just over topped enough to like yeah, be entertaining. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I even said to Eric at one point that we were talking because a lot of people, it, it kind of intrigues me. The idea of having podcasts based on one character. Like I yeah. have the the uh, Nightwing podcast called Night Pod. You know, <laughs> if everybody would like to listen to Night Pod, right? Night Pod, or I'd yeah. have Dr. Strange. That's a good one to listen to while you sleep. Yeah. You know? Night Pod. The, yeah, Night Pod. <laughs> and then, I, you know, Strange Cast. I, I actually had like uh, some crazy things. But I said to Eric, I think that if we – and this was a – Weird idea that I had at one point uh, that instead of having a podcast that, you know, this podcast, all of us, we get me, you, Eric, maybe, you know, anybody else, Ethan, all these guys involved with this idea that everybody has one character. And so when that book comes out, you do your podcast on the current issue and then you throw in a, you know, a a back back issue. issue. And I I thought that this would be a weird deal that you'd almost have a Marvel network within a podcast deal, but you just have individual ones come out. And I said I would pick Doctor Strange because. 
because I, I don't know why. I just really, but this is the thing. I'm not liking this Mark Wade, Doctor Strange at yeah, all. I but I like, I was liking it at the beginning. So I'm sitting there and when I get to the end of this, I'm like, really? I, I've read this before and I read it better. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, for the issue 400, we're going to go back? Really? Nonsense. But no. here it is. This is the first story. Is it called Remittance. It's written by Mark Wade. Art by Jesus Saez, Kevin Nolan, and Jim Campbell, Butch Geis, and Carlos Lopez. They're actually throwing all of them here. Tom Palmer and Daniel Acuna. Letters by VCs Corey Pettit. And it says here... Stephen Strange has a preeminent surgeon until a car accident damaged the nerves in his hands. I'd never heard that. I, I, amazingly, <laughs> we're going to get that at the end. It's, see, it's funny, too. It's, we're really going to get this blurb at the end. Yes. His ego yeah. drove him to scour the, the globe for a miracle cure. Instead, he found a mysterious wizard called the Ancient One who taught him the mystic arts and opened his eyes to the magic behind reality. These lessons enabled Stephen to become the Sorcerer Supreme, Earth's first defense against all manner of magical threats. His parents call him Dr. Strange. And yeah, really, you just gave us the generic blurb. Then it's his last time. Dr. Stephen Strange has returned from his adventures across the galaxy, only to find himself the recipient of a most unusual visitor from the past. <laughs> really, thanks, Mark White. Thanks a lot. Doing a lot of legwork there for Podcast us. Supreme. How about that one? Would that be a good name? But yeah, he's there, and we we had seen the master had come. He's bowed, and he, you know, he has the whole deal. Years ago, I I ended up supplicating myself to this man right here. He's the ancient one. He taught me everything there is to know about magic. Now he wants to know, and we do find out what happened. It's very quick. It's yeah. ve- and and the it's thing cool. It's cool. The thing that I thought was a little off through this whole deal is it basically seems like. Everything that happened to Doctor Strange earlier in this fresh start now happened to the Ancient One. The whole idea of, you know, magic has its, its, uh, you know, price and things like that. But I do not mind the idea that all these people are suffering because of Doctor Strange. So they came and they had magical surgical, you know, materials there, the utensils that they could cut out. The part of his memory, a part of his brain that knows magic. Now the ancient one doesn't know magic. So he goes back he to, nothing, he yeah. goes to Stephen Strange. And because of that, his magic was keeping him alive. He's going to die. He's withering away. Stephen does go. And I wish we would add a little more of this as well of the idea of I can give him a day of my life. I give him a week of my life. I got to figure things out. That's just everything seemed to be pushed by. Yeah, and, it's, it's all covered very. Yeah, very because fast. I mean, you're you're through three pages, four pages, and we're through. Uh, because yeah, that this whole deal he was ripped from you know his sexy heaven that he was in, yeah. and now and then just the idea of Stevens like okay instead of going to find out what happened he's gonna teach him little tricks and tricks yeah, he's gonna here. just reteach him magic and there's not <laughs> enough time for that no you don't no, so he's like that at all. And, and then his whole thing is. Yeah, I mean, it's like four days of his week. I and imagine. that's what I'm saying. Teaching him nothing. Yeah, and that's he's like, really he ends up teaching him tricks during the day, and then scanning him with the eye of Agamotto at night to see if he can find out what happened to him. But yep. I mean, really, do this the whole and, time. And to get kind of like a bit of location of where or who did this. Yeah, to him, who I to think, do it? So they're trying out. to figure out. Uh, but even the thing is like, I've been trying to, boy. I'm not a real patient man. This is really getting on my nerves. I can only imagine how much he hated doing this with me. And I'm like, really? You just go right through it where then he's like, hey, Bats, 
Look after the old guy. I'm going in here. I finally found out a little place. You know, I got a little GPS tracker here of where this is. It looks like I'm going to have to go. And I don't like the idea that he has this narration of kind of like, you know what? It seems like there's some magical accountant, you know, doing this. And then it ends up being a magical accountant. I mean, literally. Yeah, it's like it isn't even like a metaphor. It is a magical accountant. transported to a bunch of cubicles. And I I wouldn't mind if this was because... It's kind of like a joke thrown at him is what he's – no, no, that, that's what this is. Well, I thought this was just a vision of him like having a dream at first. That's then, what I'm no, saying If because he, he says, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to go see this magical account. And I thought, oh, that's kind of funny that in his vision – it's making him see it as that, but no, it is. He goes well, in he's and go see the head accountant. It's uh, you know T. Hothran that he goes in to talk to, and basically this guy he's probably says, got the worst commercials. This yeah. T. Hothran, oh guy. really? You know he does. <laughs> I, I, it, it's funny because he's an accountant, but somehow the commercials are based on him being an ambulance chaser lawyer. Yes, I was just gonna say <laughs> that's what it'll be. He's got one of those jingly phone uh, numbers. There's one in in our area, in the Philadelphia area, and it's Rand Spear. The guy's name oh, is Alito and Barnes. And the, the best one uh, that I've seen with them is that it looks like there's like there's this lawyer, all these lawyers and this judge, and they're they're all like it's it's like they're getting drunk together and smoking cigars. And like these people think they're gonna be innocent, <laughs> and then all of a sudden this lady hurries in. They got Rand Spears. We're gonna settle. <laughs> just that's all it is. That's all it is. I'm like these guys were just drunk and smoking cigars, laughing it up. The minute that this Rand oh, Spears name's no. mentioned, they're settling. Oh, they're settling immediately. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But yeah, this guy's there, and he's like, "Listen, you know, I'm an accountant. I'm a magical just accountant." Say, here's the problem with this. It's a decently original idea. You know, a decent yeah. enough idea he's got going here with this accountant. But that but it's he the just basic thing. Ruins it with the same thing we've been dealing with forever. And Doctor Strange. You said when we first started (laughs) this, uh, you know, this series when he didn't have the magic, and Tony told him to go into space, and he wanted to find magic again. And because there was a cost. Now you said that's what they always deal with. That's what we always have. So yeah, it's a kind of a clever deal of doing it, but it ends up being the you didn't follow the rules. There's a price for magic. You know this. Now he does go into a little better explanation where he says, listen, when you invoke a demon, when you invoke a, you know, a god, whatever, that, that god needs that payment back. You know, they're not just doing this. So, and, and they think, and, and it's funny too. It's not that they say he's not paying it back. He's not paying it quick enough. You know, he's always, he's like Eric. Eric will never pay. Eric will never pay his rent on time. He pays the week later and pays a fee. And I don't understand. I do understand. It's because Jess never has any money. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, he says all this and they have uh, Wong, Kana, Zelma. They're all prison. So everybody that is, you know, they're taking them as collateral. And a lot of people who are involved in in Doctor Strange's life are really getting the, the short end of the stick here. But also this guy, when Doctor Strange ends up beating him up, that's where I thought it got interesting. Because then he says, Listen, you're beating me up. I'm the one that's keeping these people from taking Earth. I mean, at this point, you owe them Earth. 
and I've been keeping them away from it. I'm the one who kind of got you sent into space because I figured if you don't have magic, you won't mess up anymore. This is basically like an accountant for AI who says, yeah. listen, AI, you can't buy people houses anymore, so I'm cutting you off for now. Until we get your things in order, I'm cutting you off. And AI goes and does a couple commercials, gets some money, and buys seven more houses for people. Yeah, he gets so, paid in cash. And yeah, and, and so he's saying, like, I see you were in space. You didn't have magic. I wanted to get this all sorted out while that was happening. Instead, you went and got different magic from yeah. aliens. And I like that. The problem is, though, when we were doing that, we never really saw him magic. doing that. Yes. He yeah. did it for like, he did it literally once like, or and, twice. And legitimately, the way it's spelled out here. I like it. I, I would like that. I would like to see that more and more going forward with that. Uh, yeah, but with that, you have uh, Dormammu is the guy who's kind of come to, to call then. And basically, he is coming to take over Earth, all of his people. Dr. Strange says, y you can't. Yeah, I, I protect Earth with that. But yeah, with that, that's that's the deal. That's and he Dormammu's running yeah, around. They're, they're all running around. And you end up having it that they have to pay back. All this stuff is coming. Now, he does have Wong, uh, Zella, and uh, Karna. Karna there. There at that point i like too at that one point that uh uh canna uh yeah, he's canna. like you know i have zelma i got wong you know and i got my girlfriend but i, I can't call her my girlfriend and she's my friend like he skirts the issue there but yeah it looks like because of dr strange the earth is now being ripped apart um but again it, it's not exactly new no. it, it just it seems like more of the same but yeah. it wasn't bad no. I, I didn't mind it if we were just I mean, rating I'm not pumped for this here's but, the thing uh, if we were just rating it. it on that story alone i'd give it a seven i like the art i like yeah. the idea the cleverness yeah like i said it, it's a little too on the nose hey a magical accountant and then it's a magical accountant but i, I didn't <laughs> mind yeah. that you know as much and it sets up a story where he's gonna fight you know dormammu and all that that's pretty cool yeah, um, I don't hate any of that. so it's, i didn't mind that so it, that ends and like you said that ends pretty much exactly an issue length Yes. Now we go into the other stories, and the first one twenty pages of just, and it took me forever. I, I the next one is House so Call <laughs> by Mark Wade, and and I even thought to myself, okay, Brandon said he already uh, he read these, so basically we can go through that first one in full, and then I'll just throw generalities out there yeah, as if I read it, but I did right. read it, but uh, and that's what we're gonna do. But the first one is House Call. It's Mark Wade's story, Butch Geis on art, and Carlos Lopez colors, and I'll tell you in general. I didn't really like the art. I know Butch Geis, a lot of people like. For this, I didn't really dig it as much. Uh, here's the thing. Right. I didn't like the story, and the art didn't help that It any. reminded me of the old Prince Valley. It does look uh, like, like that, yeah. Newspaper yeah, thing. the newspaper deal. I'm just saying, the art didn't impress me enough to make me like the story more. Um, but I didn't like the story because basically this is a story that a kid gets a hold of an artifact because <laughs> he's being bullied. He wishes the bully went – I mean really, is this the Twilight Zone now? Because yeah. that's all it is. But it's the Twilight Zone millennial edition where it's bullies are bad. You know what, Mark Wade? I realized that. And you brought up something before we started I here know. where we were talking that pretty much online – 
Mark White's a bit of a bully himself. <laughs> and this whole comic skate thing that he's involved with, if you ask me, there's bullies on both sides. And he's yeah. one of them. He was the one that this whole thing, one of the big things that started was supposedly he tried to bully a comic shop publisher. and a comic creator yeah. publisher for having a guy's comic. So, you know, whatever. You're looked at by some people as a bully. So maybe you should be in that stupid gem. <laughs> but even so, this is one of those stories that drives me nuts is, you yeah. know what? I don't know anybody. Like, is there anybody out there? Yeah, is there anybody story. out there that's going to say that they don't like the story because bullies aren't bad? Right. I, I mean, really, all you're writing a story is is to set up to be the good guy or to set up to, man, you know what? This would be one of those generic things. Me and Eric talked about on the DC podcast. I believe when we were talking about your mail to the DC podcast, <laughs> yeah. because earlier this week, we were talking, just me and Eric, about the idea of people putting comic pages up and going, Everybody should remember this on Wisdom Wednesday. Or, yeah. or here, here's Extra Throwback Feelings Thursday Friday. To my favorite Superman yeah. scene. Here's uh, Take Care Tuesday, and this is a this is all it is. This is a clickbait story that you got up and basically say you shouldn't bully people, but in the meantime, don't bully a bully either. Yeah, everybody wins Save at the, the end. Bully if you know, at trouble. the end when you you hug a bully, because at one point they're hugging. And, yeah, now they're best buds. I, you know, I this has happened, and I know the fact of the matter is, so you know, go to school the next day and he's getting this. I was kind of at one point. This one guy, you know, thought he was going to bully me around. And again, I just took that as, okay, I'm going to have to fight this guy. I, it wasn't yeah. like a sitcom where I went home and my mom said, you should try to reason with him. And my dad taught me to box in the backyard. I just knew that this guy was being a jerk. Hey, and I, leave you alone unless you so you know so. what I did? I, I, he said, something. And again, I was a short guy. You know, this is like probably sixth grade. I was, I was short. I was way shorter than everyone. And this guy basically said, Oh yeah, what are you going to do? Shorty, uh, shorty, shorty. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fight you. That's what I'm going to do. And we kind of wrestled around. And at that point I had been in wrestling. So I kind of wrestled him down. I choked him out a little. And, and then you know what happened? Do you think we became best friends again? I don't think I ever talked to him again. And that's what I wanted. That's all I wanted. Yeah. I just wanted him to leave me alone because I didn't like him why would i have the the idea that you're gonna end up and now yeah a lot of friends start by fighting but i'm talking bullies if yeah, somebody is that true. much of a piece of crap to bully you why would you ever become best friends with them oh man? yeah you leave them alone i don't need you to be but and leave me alone that was all i wanted i ended up and i i believe i say i wrestled i believe i may have kicked him in the balls at one point but you know, i don't i don't play by the rules <laughs> uh but yeah and then i think later on uh, he played baseball or something. I was on. I didn't talk to him. And yeah. if he would have talked to me, I immediately. If he were, hey Jim, what are you doing? I'm like, I, you know what I'm not doing? Getting bullied by you anymore? You jerk <laughs> off. And if you don't yeah. remember, you were bullying me. And six, go, go to hell. And yeah, this yeah, whole idea of we're hugging because now we're friends. And you know, even jerks deserve another chance. I'm another guy too. Even jerks. There's some people that don't deserve any chances. No, I just tell you. I know yeah, that's not a popular opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. This is getting to the point where this is not one of those podcasts that that me and you are going to get on and say, I love this because I love it and I love it. And I'm, I'm not going to read this type of story and be like, oh, man, that really yeah, touched good me. Good for him. That touched me <laughs> down deep. No, I read it. And I was I, Actually, it hurt my eyes from rolling them too much because yeah, it's nonsense. It's just like, oh, I, saw, I see where this it's is nonsense. going right yeah, away. Right away. 
Once he said I was being bullied and I have this jet. Yeah. Also, just where – I love the fact it's like, that's why I didn't train you, the guy's father. I'm like, yeah, really. It is. But, you know well, – And that's the, like, lead-off story of these backups you get. And you know it's only downhill, really, from yeah. there. Although well, the art does get better in the some fu- spots. The funny thing about it is, if anything, uh, Stephen Strange spent uh, three-quarters of his life as a bully. But, uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, you know, and he's been redeemed, but he only was redeemed because his, if, if he didn't get in that car accident and lost hand, his feeling in his hand, yeah, he'd, he'd still, still be a, a bully. jerk. Yeah, he'd be yeah. a jerk off. Uh, yeah, even when this happens, this whole first part of this issue was showing you that he never learns. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't change his ways. But, yeah, you, you go then to this next story, and this is what we were talking about. This is called The Lever, for some reason, and it's a retelling yeah, of his origin again. And you have the whole deal. You have Mordro. You have all these. He's, uh, you know, summoning Dormammu. It's, it's the whole origin deal. And the, the big thing is the ancient one shows by the end that he knew all this time that Mordro was bad. This was the thing. He realized that he was waiting for Doctor up. Strange to step up and actually show that he had some empathy, things like that, which he did. And it's fine, but it's, you know, it's nothing new. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and basically it's funny because it's like it ends with the ancient one. All right. You know what now? I'm going to start training you. Oh, what should I start with? Breakfast. All right. But it's very weird because it's the exact opposite. Maybe that's why he did it of the story that we got at the beginning with the ancient one not realizing the deal. But I didn't need this. So then you get a spread page. Uh, you know, from Tom Palmer. I thought Tom this Palmer. was the end, and it was just like clips. Now we were going to get yeah. splash pages, and, and stuff. it says, you know, welcome to Doctor Strange 400. Here's this anniversary epic by Mark White. Epic, and our who's who of current, classic, and future Doctor Strange artists enjoy this wonderful retrospective double splash page by legendary pencil inkler, a colorist, and painter Tom Palmer. And you know, am, am I supposed to not say that it doesn't look that great? <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. I'm like, I, I really like the Doctor Strange in the middle. I, I don't know. I'm like, some of this just look like nonsense. I don't need yeah. this. It's just, it's just a film pages. It's an old, uh, it looks like just some old yeah. guy practicing. Yeah, and, and the, so, the classic is the, the Doctor Strange in the bottom left corner. That's the classic look. You get, but, yeah, why, why do I need this? I, and plus, the, here's the other thing is, I don't know how the sales go because they don't – they rarely release numbers for digital, right? No. But, but I would expect that a lot of people do get things digitally now. Uh, when are you going to get rid of stuff like this? Because this doesn't do me very good of anything no, except maybe a making copy. a screenshot. You know, I, I got a digital copy. I, oh, well. And then you get this last story, and I'm telling you, by this point, I don't even know what this by this is. point I, just I had was checked barely out. Barely reading this, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I had checked out by this point. But you have a very stylistic looking, you know, story there, where you have them running around. I don't know. I don't even know what was going I don't on. Need, I have no idea. I barely read this last story. I was tapped out. Yeah. I was done. Yeah. So you'll have to forgive us. <laughs> yeah. There's no just, analysis you know, coming. I'm looking at it, and I read. It and I can't. I read it right before we started this podcast. I can't remember even reading it. That's how much it. The, he's mean, just running around. Is okay. Yeah, that looks it's, like he's chasing a vampire or something. Yeah, yeah he's he's a, he's a Draxilus. But yeah, and, and it's funny too because you're going in again. I read it digitally, so you have this old vampire story. He's chasing and like having a, a nightmare. Never let me dream again. How how did I fall asleep? And then you have the next 
uh, you know, next, Defeat of Dormammu, Doctor Strange number 11, and it threw me off because that's there with the page of this last bit. And the I'm like, accountant and, again. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, the account- oh, that's from next issue. But yeah. yeah, overall, like I said, if it was just that first issue, that first part, uh, I probably would have given it as high as a seven. But with this other stuff, with it being a little more exciting, I'm going to go down to a six. I actually yeah. am going to drop it a full point just yeah. because of this other nonsense. Uh, you as well? I'm actually going to be a little lower. I'll do five, five. Really? We're still lingering around this. Doctor Strange can't use magic. Like, I just want a final resolution to this five-year story that's (laughs) never ending. (laughs) I I just want to know. I want to go on right now. Hashtag bullies stink. Do you you think anybody will downvote (laughs) that? Can you imagine if I'm like, you know what? There should never be bullies. Uh, even when there's bullies, you still have to have care. And I'll have that that uh, panel of the kid like, hey, you know, he bullied me, but I like him now. And yep. everybody will be like, that's a great idea. And I'll just laugh at him. Uh, yeah, hey, I think of said, it from like a sports point of I view. Told the you, Patriots yeah. are the bullies. I'll never yes. like them. I don't uh, care. In, in the, on the DC podcast this week, me and Eric were talking about this because earlier this week when we were talking about it, our idea was – to just randomly pick a panel that makes no sense, put it up, and then have something like, if you need help, there's always somebody there, and it's a picture of Nightwing, you know, falling off a motorcycle. Not even (laughs) that. It's Nightwing sitting at a desk. And we want to see the people like, that's great advice. (laughs) I just want to screw with people. I hate those tweets. Those tweets. I I sit there and then, and then people will tweet those out. And then I'll I'll do a podcast. Like right now, somebody will tweet something like that and I'll be tagged on it for crying out loud. And I'll go and I'll, we'll do the podcast and I'll go back to Twitter and I'll be like, holy crap, what's going on? I have like 300 notifications. Like, did something big? What? What did Tom King quit Batman? Let me, and it's only, people replying to that stupid tweet yes. yep like oh really I'm with you. and it's that i i'm telling you right now i i said earlier and again it's a dc thing but it's it's kind of a, a general statement here anybody else from now on who tweets that all-star superman or that girl about to jump off the building and batman comes and stops her i'm blocking them immediately i'm sick of that <laughs> panel i've had enough of it i've had mm. enough of that panel and it's always comes out yeah it's i just see it nuts. at least once a month oh it drives me nuts so please don't do it don't do it say no to generic tweets <laughs> say no to clickbait tweets because that's all they are they're yeah. clickbait tweets don't do yeah. it it's a clickbait. Do something smart. And then feet. there's times where I swear to God, I think that I have blown people's minds with the most clever of tweets and they get one like and a retweet. Fine. And that's me yeah. retweeting it to get the ball rolling. Se- your second account. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I, I've had some where I said to Eric, Oh my, I just tweeted out the tweet of the century. And I know that they're not. Crickets. But still, yeah, nothing. Nobody. But yeah, and I could go and get a generic panel. Next thing I know, I'm I'm Twitter, you know, God. But yeah, that's just, it. Just do a generic Deadpool panel, and then if you need help, yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be the generic Deadpool panel, and then you know what? Stay in school, kids. Stay in no, school. I'll do yeah. that, or then I, you know what? This says Cancer's a lot for a, this says a lot for a two parent family. <laughs> Keep it together, people. 
Yeah, there you go. But yeah, that's the end of the podcast. I'm yeah. obviously along with you that we're going to give book of the week to Black Panther Deadpool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm so surprised how much I enjoy that book yeah, when I read it. Yeah, I, I will tell you that we tend to the weekend edition. Yes, we have mail. We tend to go a little longer. Yeah, I didn't think that this that this tonight was going to be anywhere no, near as long time, as this. I was like, holy cow. And, and really, that's the thing that I thought, because when we were talking about it, we did pick these three books. And both of us seemed to be kind of like, oh, man, we're, we're kind of ripping people off. With yeah, just is that three. enough? Yeah, it was enough. Yeah, <laughs> it was enough. Go. You start talking about, you know, Sour Patch Kids cereal. Yeah. Then it becomes I, I enough. I had that uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros this week, Did you too. like that? <laughs> it wasn't bad. It's a I little too I thought it was too, too like sweet. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was too sweet. Too um, I like I, the thinner Did you the try the wafers. Did you try the donut cereal? That, no, that, I saw it, though. It's I weird. didn't buy it. It hurt the roof of my mouth after a while. It's a, it's a weird consistency. But, yeah. yeah I, it's I, the powder donut one, right? Yeah, it's the powder. And it does yeah. have powder on the donuts, which so is kind of odd. And I even I got an argument. Cause Are they soft? No, no, they're they're, they're hard. It's hard cereal, yeah. crunchy cereal, but it does have a very thick powder <laughs> to the thing that kind of does coat your mouth a little yeah. and gives it what I like to say a weird mouth feel. Yeah, so I brush did. after you eat. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. I I'm telling, you, there, there's nothing better than cereal. In my mind, it's one of my favorite things of all time. Oh, I love it. Uh, we even had over a two-hour podcast of it at one point, but I think that there may be room for another one of those because I've had a lot of different cereals since then, and I am one who will always try a crazy cereal. Yeah, I will too. That's what got me into this, you know, the whole Sour Patch Kids. And I didn't yeah. even know it was there. I had tweeted you, uh, or actually just sent you a picture of it the one uh, night saying yeah, like, like, oh, an internet picture yeah, just an internet picture. Out. I'm like, look at this craziness. And, uh, I just, out of nowhere, I saw it today when I picked up Ethan. I'm even on my diet again. I'm like, eh, I can go off the diet for some Sour Patch Kids cereal. I also (laughs) even looked to see if there was some of the more, they don't have them again, the the more uh, stuff. Stuff yeah, of Oreos, they're gone again. Three different stores. I have not. They found had it them. in a weird place at our Walmart when I got it the next day. I went there, they didn't have it. I found this weird side position where they have Oreos again, and yeah. now there isn't even a slot for it. So I think either people got word because I, I, you I could sell them online. Ones like the Valentine ones. Yeah, screw and... that. The new one I saw today was the dark chocolate one that I'd never seen before, and that sounds disgusting. Even though yeah, I like dark chocolate. chocolate, the other one was the carrot cake one. And I said, Oh, that's like, disgusting. Keep your carrot cake. The only <laughs> other, the only other one of uh, the Oreos that I might have at some point would be the birthday cake one. I've never tried yeah, them. I like those. those I, I wouldn't good. mind those. That sounds good. Now, one thing else is that pretty much, if I owned the Oreo company right now, Nabisco, I guess, probably makes Oreos. Yeah. Uh, get rid of Oreos. No, nobody oh, is buying cereal? single. No, single Oreos. Nobody's not buying oh, double stuff. Yeah. Double stuff is the standard now, right? Yeah, yeah. Who I would ever so. buy a regular even, Oreo? I don't go down. A grandmother, there. please. That, that, that's barely any cream in those I know. things. I sat there and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, there's the double stuff. Then there's the mega stuff, which yeah, is weird. Stuff. I don't really like the mega stuff, but yet I love the more stuff after a while. Though I can only eat three at a time and get sick. But it, it seemed like. It, just that little bit more was was good. The the yeah. mega wasn't enough of more. 
The regular one, I, even when you get and you, I'm a, I when I get the double stuff, I screw the tops off too, and I put yeah. the cream together. I'm both. I, just, I didn't I do. get that far. I just I just screw the tops off and eat that cream right there, and then <laughs> I have a glass of milk to eat the chunk apart the with chocolate. that. Uh, yeah. But when you, the worst is when you get a regular Oreo and you twist it off, and you see there's not even a full no. round circle of. of yeah. I'm like really, it's, like, it's kind of it, thick it, on yeah. one side and yeah, just it's thick on one, on and then the disappears. It's like a yeah. cliff. Like it's, really it's stupid. It's Tanya likes Tanya loves the uh, golden Oreos, the double stuff. Too, she yeah. loves the double stuff of those. And, oh, I've uh, never had those. Yeah, yeah. She. I didn't know they double stuffed oh, anything yeah. else than the regular. Yeah, they have the double stuff uh, golden. Although ones it now. seems like the special ones, they do put they a, have little a little more. more than well, they regular. have to because you can't have. You have that birthday cake. If you don't put a little more, what are you going to have? Little pieces. <laughs> it's nonsense. So yeah. I will tell you that I did see again one of my favorite generic cereals, and I'm not a generic cereal fan. One of my favorites is the uh, the raisin brand that they have at Walmart that is actually extra raisins raisin brand. Which I, yeah. I if I'm going to eat raisin brand, it's not going to be my first pick of a cereal. But if I'm going to yeah. do, I almost out of nowhere right before I got the uh, the uh, Sour Patch Kids, I was actually going to get Cinnamon Life, which I'm not a huge fan of, but for some reason I seem to think I had a craving. For it. I get like I get life like once a year and gets then I too soggy. It gets soggy. It gets right so away. soggy immediately and yeah. drives me nuts. I like checks. Checks is yeah. I like checks. I, I like rice checks. I, yeah. I don't like corn checks and nonsense. I but, get the honey nut checks. Oh, Those how dare good. you! I get rice <laughs> checks and then I get a, a whole pound of sugar that I throw on yes, it and then I'm like, now we're talking too. rice yep. checks. But yeah, I could eat a lot of rice checks too and I'll eat a whole bowl, a whole box of cereal, one sitting of any yep. cereal. Oh, so. that's easy. I, I need two boxes for, one yeah. for a snack because it's going to be gone too. that night and maybe one for the morning. Yep. There you go. But yeah, this is the weekend edition. This is how yep. we end with cereal that's reviews. That's... But yeah, thanks everybody. Any prediction? What's your prediction of for the Super Bowl? <laughs> I really, I mean, I I want the Rams with all my heart. But I I if I predict anything, it would be definitely be the Patriots. I think. Like I already predicted. To oh my! I predicted on my uh, on the DC podcast already. Patriots twenty eight twenty four. So yeah. that's, I think it's going to be around that. Against, yeah, I think it's going to be around that range. I mean, I, I pick them, and then when they lose, I'm just like, well, yeah. Then you're happy. I did it again. Yes, yeah, yeah. You, you, you <laughs> Everyone I root for loses. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. But yeah, thanks everybody again. If you want to email us for next weekend's weekend edition, and you can even talk about cereal. You can email us at weird Let science. Uh, marvelcomics at yeah, gmail.com so. also go to our site weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com and we're on twitter at wsmarvelcomics and we'll talk to you just don't yell at me about conventions of podcast titles uh, or I'll block you I'm telling you, I, I we yell about people getting blocked by creators okay, and things yeah, like I that. I finally tracked that down. I had to go from my account because you had yeah. blocked up. Yeah, the, nonsense. The uh, but if you do end up like yeah, we had Al Ewing was blocking people, I would never use a block bot. But if you act like a jerk to me, I will block you. I, I, I block for reasons. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not that loving a guy that yeah. likes to be but yelled you're not at all then day. Go to the dude's page you blocked and block everyone that follows no, him. No, no, I'm blocking follows. him for being a jerk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, I, I'm not here to love everyone. And if you act like a jerk to me, then that's what you get. So there yeah. you go. There Very you go. Special. Just don't yell at me. I, I hate being yelled at. I don't mind arguing about comics. I hate being yelled at about just nonsense. Yeah, no, like next thing oops, I'll be yelled at. Spider about. Man or Men? No, let's, yeah. let's have. 
of a valid argument. Yeah, here, really. And then just giving me a salute, Jeff, to say that it's over. I mean, you're not saluting me and leaving there, buddy. I got a salute for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. But that is it. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you on Wednesday.